party. It's like we take cute pictures and fancy pictures, and I then won't post much on my Instagram. Yeah, well, I know, but I'll I'm saying like two, three days in a row, and then I won't post for six. But days. we take cute pictures, and I have my land and appreciation posts. Yeah, but I've then it, that's what I'm saying. You've never had a Tanner appreciation post. That's true. So it's like, what's really going on? Uh, we're live. So when you talk into the mic, like talk into the mic, face fuck that shit. Like I want to do I yes. want to touch it with like, my lips? Literally like cunnilingus, my G. Oh, like, wow. Cunnilingus. Oh, so we're like, we're live. Yeah. 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 You're like we're, using your nose. Like really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like when I <laughs> stabilization, like when, really getting in there. When Joe and I were doing the podcast, we had it on like the tripods or like the little wings that I have over there. And yeah, I would I like, I would have my mustache for a bit and I would like rub it on the mic like this. Would that give feedback? Sometimes like my boy, jo uh, Josh would always be like, I hear you breathing. So I'd go and breathe in the mic and shit. Uh, but yeah, so just make sure you talk directly into it. We're live. Uh, I'm going to do the intro real quick. Yo, what's good, everybody? Uh, this is Tan. Uh, this is the Groovy Misfits podcast. I am the donut daddy, uh, the belly boy curator himself. Uh, sitting here with the other uh, official belly boy, Lando. Say what's up, Landon. Yeah, happy to be on the pod. Yes, sir. Uh, this is the first episode of Landon coming on. He came on to the All Feelings No Facts podcast with me and Joe. One of my favorite episodes. It was fucking fire. Uh, we had a lot of fun. Got to find out about mom and dad fucking getting back. That, that was the one thing that stood out to me. Yeah. Because that was like, I just know from what we've been through and how wild that shit is. Yeah. Uh, how are they doing right now? Bro, I have a lot more clarity on it. It's been, it's been, <clears throat> it's been really tight. Really? So, but they're like doing good. Yeah, they're good. That's fucking insane, dude. Yeah, they were like doing. <clears throat> man. Oh, hey, bro. How did that happen? It's that <clears throat> fucking. <laughs> it's that Starbucks, Sammy. Dog, it's, that, it's got you deep. It's that nitro. Um. Oh yeah. Oh, you didn't bring me a nitro, also. What the fuck is that? No. What is going on, dude? What's going on uh, with our relationship, bro? You'll take post pictures of me on your Instagram and then you don't bring me nitro cold brew when that was like <laughs> our love language was nitro cold brew. I hate you, bro. I know, I know. Uh no, they're doing good. They like did therapy. Really? And now together. they're like not anymore. Like not in therapy anymore. So like they did it for a purpose. Yeah, no, like rocked they rocked it. <coughs> bro, get your honestly, get your fucking voice straight. <coughs> chuck chuck the vape or something, dude. It's a good idea. <laughs> Have you ever seen the meme? Uh I was telling Madison about this. Like, have you ever seen the meme uh, where it's like, it's like a video, but it's like a when your friend who's been vaping for sixty years coughs, and it's like, <laughs> it's like a dubstep. <laughs> we, because we don't know, we don't know what it's gonna be like. We yeah. know a smoker, a voice, a voice that yeah. smoked for fifty years with the little box, but we don't know what like a fucking vape's gonna do. Bro, whatever I was just experiencing, <laughs> that's like. It's literally be... something I've never experienced before. Like that has never happened. Your vocal box got a flat tire, G. <laughs> it, was, it was the weirdest shit. Okay, so uh, they're doing good. Uh, that makes me really happy. How's the? Uh, but like, is it still like? Is it harmonious to you just knowing that like your 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 mom and dad have kind of like had this wild fucking serendipitous loop back to each other? And like, what is does that show you? Like, did that give you a different perspective of what love love could really be? You know not not really because in therapy uh, I've been pushed to have different examples yeah of what love is huh. and what love can be yeah so like it's not shade on them but like that's not the type of love that I want <coughs> I get that because 
but for them it's dope like yeah right, like right, they're having right. a good time like my love i'm like you like i want like fireworks and like i'm on some like really yeah. romantic shit you're on a lover boy yeah yeah me you and joe yeah me and you are belly boys but me you and joe are like lover boys for sure yeah 100 i'm gonna talk to you about that too but i i like i like that sentiment like I really appreciate the fact that you see that because like me, I would take, I would probably want to try and take like a piece of that just from life, you know, in their experience and see if I can mine some like posy shit from that to apply to my life. But I always just think like from the empathetic view of like, if I was in that situation, it would kind of give me perspective because like I was telling Madison this last night, we were talking in bed and I was like, I love serendipity. I love uh, like wild, like dude, it's this whole fucking thing. Like, uh, just a fucking, I always fucking end up talking about her way too early in the podcast, <laughs> but you're Buddha. I mean, yeah. you're simping dog. Yeah, I love it. Uh, but no, like, so in our, when, when we were like getting to know each other and we kept talking about like our, our past experiences, like going to shows and shit. And, uh, just like we had very similar, like different areas, but we were kind of like around, it just seemed like we were like circling each other our whole lives. Right. And I fucking love that shit. And I see it. Right. Like mm -hmm. it just, when we were talking and then bro, uh, I don't know if you remember this, like we uh i dropped her off we went to portland came back i dropped her off at her house and uh she lives like down the road from this park out in everett and wow <laughs> it's crazy right it's like yeah it's crazy. no but like i was driving past this park and i looked back and i was like yo i fucking played a couple years ago in a ca basketball tournament Remember like the three on three oh, basketball Oh yeah, yeah, tournament? that one where Ish got recruited and fuck yeah, that, yeah. yeah, that pissed me off so much, dude. Fucking sandbaggers. Uh, yeah, but like I they was won there. though, right? They did win. Yeah. yeah, him and Punchy and some other fucking kid. I think you might know him. Uh, and I was like, it was like me, Jordy, and fucking Forrest, my boy Forrest, who was super hungover and was like just not there. And I was like still belly boy, like couldn't hoop yeah. and shit, or I like, could, but I, I mean, couldn't. you could. Your game is just different. Yes, and I hit like a game winner on one of those two, like uh, on an elimination game. I hit a game winner, whatever, whatever. But I was like, I look back and I saw that shit, and I was like, bro, I was literally like there for like six hours one day, like right down the road from her. And uh, the kind of the thing I landed on and like I kind of thought of is I was like damn it really feels like the universe was trying like so fucking hard for us to bump into each other and it just took what it took and then like I told her I was like it's fucking tight because I'm glad we met now in this moment and we've had this experience me and Elise talk about that right because like imagine you two and I want to nah, talk to you about bro, that like no nah. <laughs> like <laughs> like all right so when we first met like it was at AA or whatever but like, I don't know what that is. It's the rooms. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like hollering kind of, but then I had this pause and I was like, nah, that's, that's not right. Uh, but like, bro, if we would have like kept talking, like we wouldn't be here. Like you mean if, if bro, no, cause she's too real. Like I was, what I'm like, I was fucked off in that time period. Yeah. And like, I you was were still going through. Yeah. I was going through a lot of that, bullshit. Yeah. 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 Especially and, when it came to like. And she, Women and yeah, yeah, and yeah, she yeah. would have like she would not have chosen up on that, or maybe she would have, but you may not have been available for what you. No, but now. she wouldn't have because oh, okay. she's too real for that. So show okay, so she would have seen it and called it out and been like, yeah, no, no like like she would have seen straight through that. me, like, like yeah. you know people have before, yeah, and it just wouldn't have been a thing. That's a question I have for you, dude. Like, you know, knowing so so you and I have known I've I've known you since almost like I think I met you when I was maybe I was twenty one. 
Yeah, but like I don't even do I couldn't even think how old I was. I was maybe 20. How old are you now? 26. Okay, and I'm 29, so I was It would have been like when you were 21, I was probably yeah, like 23, 24 or whatever. It would have been like late summer, early fall of 2016. Was Tim was Tim still alive when no. we were, Okay, so Tim had already passed away. Yes. So I was probably closer to like 2 years sober yeah. when I met you. And so we've known each other and had uh, a gang of experiences and awesome shit that whole time. And uh, it's just like a lot of things I want to talk about today is like seeing I have questions for you about your experience, like knowing the land that I met in that that moment and, and like where I was and where you were at. And uh, then seeing the growth, like not just like in the rooms and through like the path and freedom and all that shit, but just like personality wise character wise uh esteem wise and self-confident wise like i believe i had a fucking obviously a drastic change as we do in aa of like who i am and i've made a lot of changes the room and and you know all of that but then like you were one of the first people sponsee or not but like you were one of the first people that i saw come in and see like such a fucking drastic change in all positive ways uh, like, like where, like literally like you were a completely different person, uh, in, yeah. in the best way possible. Yeah. Not that I mean, you were a bad person yeah. or, or whatever, but it's like you came in just like me. It was just, I'm saying like, I got to see my experience through you, which again. was one of the most again. Well, cause right. like my experience is always, you couldn't really see it. Yeah. It's I know. You, I know what you mean. Like when I'm going, when we're going through it ourselves, it, it, we, we have doesn't such feel a, special. Nah, nah. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't feel shiny. It doesn't feel special because we were like self deprecating. Right. I, I think that like. I'm undeserving, especially then, bro. I was like, all this good shit's just like, it's yeah. just luck. I don't deserve any of this. I was a fucking garbage human being. So then, but it shifted my perspective, and it continues to every fucking time I, I'll hear you speak or go through a new experience or know you walk through something and seeing you like fucking just like grow through that. It like, it completely changed my perspective uh, when it comes to like, doing the work with other dudes like sponsoring or just literally like how powerful this can be because like I got to see it my experience but like through you in your own way and it was just like that was fucking that was one of the most important experiences I could have had you know early on and then still to this day and how we've transitioned our friendship and we'll kind of get into that but like yeah uh one part of that was because like early on you you were much like me that like you were like a lady killer or even like you didn't have the confidence it seemed like too like like you were we were i was i was a lady killer in my heart you know what i'm saying like yeah. i was i i knew it but like getting sober early on dude i was i was super afraid i was i had no confidence i was yeah. like obsessive i was needy i was i thought i was broken and, and like just worthless right so like i i wasn't approaching anyone out of fear and shit like i just couldn't i wanted to yeah. but i was like i can't do this and also I, I just didn't know myself and i didn't want to get distracted and off the beam or whatever but like uh you at a certain point got a little bit of that bojo back right yeah well i mean okay but like i was the youngest oh i am the youngest of three brothers yes so same, like same too yeah so like when i was younger like i was mackin and i was doing well i remember you know what i mean yeah likewise but then when i met you i had just come off like a full <laughs> year of like psychosis yeah. and like Got hella fat from the psych meds yeah. and shit. He had long, greasy hair, dude. Yeah, so I was actually, like, that was rare for me, though. Yeah. Like, I was kind of like this, like, little coke boy city kid. Yeah. Like, Mackin always, like. Sure, sure. 
But then, yeah. I mean, like, once I lost weight and got back to that. But then, like, looking back on that, it's like... It wasn't even when you it's lost like, the weight, dude. It was before then when you started really, like... Yeah, of, yeah, you know, yeah. Wiggling again. Right, but it's like... I mean, like, what does that matter? Because, like, the quality... Like, if you're getting broken people, yeah, you know what I mean, on, like, manipulative strategies and yeah. shit. Why don't we say vulnerable people? Right. Because uh, no one's broken like that. I, know I, I know what you mean. Yeah. Vulnerable but, people. But, yeah, like, I mean, it's not like I was, like, telling someone the truth and they were, like, falling in love with that. You know what I mean? Well, right. Like, and that's what so I want So what does it really fucking matter? That's what I want to ask you about. No, I'm not. This isn't a perspective on, like, you, your ability to pull chicks or whatever. What right. I'm saying is, is that, to my point exactly, that you've come fucking a complete 180, a complete rearrangement on how you approach relationships. I think how you view relationships, how you view women and like how you move in that. And you have this self-awareness and everything. So it's like, that's to my point that, yeah, you just described your old dynamic and how you approached it in that toxic fucking way that like caused you harm, caused others harm. Fucking we've all been there. But now knowing where you're sitting at, what you tell me about your current relationship, what it means to you, how you respect this person and love this person, right? To me, again, that's just another clear-cut example of the growth that you've gone through and that, like, I want to know for you because I guarantee you I know that transition was not, like, instantaneous, right? Like, like going from that whole dynamic that you lived in for a couple years, you know, early on. Yeah. And cause I got to see it. We read many inventories on it. We've, you know, all that shit. God, do you remember? It might've been the last time I was here. Actually, we were sitting here and, and I was just like, we got to a certain point. It was like more than halfway through the thing. And like, I was just like, bro, stop. <laughs> I was like, like well, cause like, like we'd finish like the third column yeah. and you, you'd tap in and like, say what you're seeing. Yeah. I'd be like, bro, I get it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Like, like it it's been thing. the same yeah. thing yeah. every yep. time. Like <laughs> you can fucking stop. Yeah. You can stop. Now. I get it. It was so funny. Normally it was funny now is I, I tend to do that now more often than not is like, uh, like instead of just driving that nail home over and over and over again, like it used to, cause it's like, just that's like how you fucking break it down. Yeah. Now I'll be like, like before I even say anything, I'll be like, you get it. You good. You clear on this. Yeah. You know, we read this like 17 times before. Do you need me to say anything? I'll be like, no, nah. I'm like, okay, skip that. Keep going. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it wasn't that you were doing anything wrong. It's no, just I that know. I was so sick of seeing my, consistent yeah. shit it was it's it was glaring and, and i think about why, that every once in a while that's why we love inventory yeah yeah it's, it just comes up and it's like you see yourself on paper in this so like this objective just like truth way where it's like either sometimes can be like good and you know you see positive things but other times most of the time it's like holy fuck this is like the brutality of my the dynamics i'm living in the belief structures and like the selfishness and everything like that so my question like i said is like what was that how's that transition been for you what's what have you learned about yourself or maybe it's like the the perspective of like what are you've learned and how to like respect partners or just like that whole kind of shift going from that one side of uh you could say like the lady killer side and kind of just like going out there to try and take to now like it really the sense i get from you which i really really love is like you want to be a giver now you want to give to your partner you want to you want to offer instead of take because like that's how we are at first like when we come in here we're just like I was so used to just trying to take from my partner, whether it was uh, validation, whether it was sex, whether it was fucking attention or whatever. Uh, and then, you know, obviously I hopefully transferred into that giver state as we want to do. So it's just like for you, what, what, what has that been like? What's it still like now? You know, like 
how was it? Yeah, before I dive into that, it's on my mind, and I I have to sidebar. What? Okay, so last time we talked, you weren't was not vaping for yeah, a hot minute for like years. Yeah, yeah. But now you're holding this. I'm and holding. We uh, haven't talked about it, so what's good? It looks like a pocket vibrator, uh, or a whippet canister. Uh, when Bailey, my boy Bailey, uh, who you may meet when he is here, one of my best friends of all time. Uh, he this is he, the homie from California. Uh, no, that's Shatter uh, okay. Allen. No, no, no. Anyway. He, he uh, he's from Oahu, or he he lives in Oahu. Okay. But he's from Puyallup, whatever. He uh, he fucking chucks the vape. He had the little Escobars and the little like disposables when he was here, and he I did not smoke any vape with him the whole time he was here right the last fucking day i wake up and i wake him up to get ready for his flight and i pick up his thing like his little vape joking around and i hit it once and i'm like oh that tasted hella good bro. <laughs> i was like that tasted hella good and i got a little tingly from it okay and then he left like one like half used one. Oh shit and i was like well, you know fucking check it out right Word. and uh fucking started chuffing it and okay. i was like okay this is kind of cool and so, uh, and it, you know, whatever. So yeah, I fucking, I've been vaping for a little bit. Okay. Chilling. Uh, I just know it was something that you weren't doing. So I was just yeah, yeah. checking up on you real quick. <laughs> no, making, thanks, bro. Making sure yeah, you're no, straight. I'm actually dying spiritually. Uh, <laughs> but no, I just, it was like a thing where, uh, cause like during the pandemic I smoked for like two months. Uh, cigarettes. Yeah. I was cheap and stokes for like two months and I really did not enjoy that. It made me feel like shit, like, like physically. And I was running a lot at that time. Yeah. And so like super bummed me out. But like, again, this is actually kind of a cool experience because like I would shred myself every time I would smoke one, like flog myself and just whip myself. Like you piece of shit. You got to fuck. Right. Stop. Oh, look at you. You're so weak. And it was like super unhealthy and toxic. And then finally I got to this point where I was like, bro, just like, if you want to fucking smoke, just smoke, dude. Yeah. Want to fucking smoke. Just, you obviously want to just smoke and chill and like love yourself. It's like, all right. And when I made that decision, when you get to that place of like self love and like self acceptance of just like, you're just, you're doing what you want to do right now. It's okay. Uh, then I like got to a place where I was like, okay, yeah, cool. Maybe I don't need to smoke anymore. And it was just like a natural thing. Okay. Tight. Cause that's, that's kind of what I was wondering. Like I, it wasn't so much like, yo, you're fucked off. Yeah. It was, I was more asking like, are you giving yourself grace with, I am. Okay, I mean, is, yeah, it's it like sounds thing, like you are, which is tight. Yeah, Cause it's like, it's, it's a nice little fucking tool that I'm using right now. Uh, fucking just, I like the flavor of it too. It's like really nice. Uh, and so this is like hoppy. It's fucking fire. And the other one I like is like strawberry uh, ice cream. And then eventually like I'll I just get strawberry ice cream. Right it's now. fire. Huh? <laughs> I'll get to a point where I'm just like, all right, I'm done doing this. And that's how it's been since I've been sober. It's just like, okay, I'm done doing this. And then yeah. it's never this like huge thing where I have to like go crazy and try and quit. It's just normally just kind of like when I'm done, so when it's done serving me, I fucking put it down. Yeah. So it's been cool. Okay. Answer the fucking okay, question. Yeah. 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 But the, oh, I literally wouldn't have been able to like focus. No. Um, okay. So the old mindset, I guess. And we talked about this. And you mentioned validation. That was pretty much the driving thing with all of it was like, what version of me can I try to show this woman that I think she will like, or like I'll get a second date out of or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's not real. Right. And like real ones, I would just see through it. And it was pretty right. like, that was pretty rare, but like, you know, like I guess like woman that had the potential to be like partners, um, and like build something tight with, like would just see through that and not be interested. Mm-hmm. Which, Cause they'd feel it. Cause they'd yeah. Which know. like respect yeah. to them. Right. Yeah. Um, and like, 
I was just addicted to the validation. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it the validation of the attention or was it the validation of the act of like getting what you were seeking, which was whether it was sex or time spent or. Uh, just like the validation of someone like co-signing like, yes, I'm into you mm, by and by what you were constructing to show them. Yeah. I mean, it was almost like as soon as a, a girl can get confirmed. That. Like, yeah, you're tight for me. I like what I'm seeing. Or I like yeah. what you're showing Or like me. as soon as like I love you was said, like I would get super avoidant, mm. like on the love avoidant slash codependent spectrum. Right. And I'd get super avoidant and like tune out. I'd be like, okay, like I already, like now I have everything I came here for. So mm. like, what am I still doing here? Right. Interesting. Yeah. So Interesting. I mean like. Yeah, no, for sure. As you saw, like I dated multiple women and like, the longest relationship I've ever had in my whole life is three months. Really? Yeah. That was, uh, yeah, I remember, I think I remember that person. Well, there were a few that right. were well, like right, right yeah. on the three month cusp, but like nothing ever went longer. And it was than always that. in, in that I really, I get that because for me, like my, my dynamic growing up, not, not when I got sober, cause it just, everything changed for me. But like growing up, my whole thing is I would like, just try so fucking hard to get what I wanted, which was, you know, obviously like sex or the attention or like you said, just that like affection back, which never came because it was never genuine. Right. But like I would fucking live in this delusion and the things that I would tell these people were like I even believed it to be true in the moment. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? I got some on that. Yeah. Okay. I would believe it to be true in the moment and I would go and I'd work and I'd put so much energy into it and it was like so dishonest and inauthentic. And then the moment I got that thing that I thought I just needed to make me feel good. And this is all based on the malady, right? This is all just based yeah, on yeah, spiritual of course, sickness. Of course. That's what I was trying to touch. And it never fucking got close and it always made it worse. Yeah. Right. And then like when I say I, I, I ended up sleeping with someone or I ended up like getting to that place where they, they came around and they started. And then I would immediately like right after we slept together, I'd be like, it would all wash away. And I would see clearly that none of the things that I was saying were true and that like, the instant come down of like, Oh, this did not touch that fucking pain that I have inside of myself. And then that fucking cycle of just like hating myself, knowing that I just harmed this person. And that was like years, right. From like 18 to like 20, you know, 17 to 20. And, uh, it was like, so I, when I hear you, cause it makes sense. Cause like every, after those three months, you, I would hear you say like, I'm losing interest. Like I'm not like, yeah, I'm just not fucking feeling this person, and y- you may never were, but we convince ourselves that we are, right? Right. right. What were you gonna say? Oh, okay. So like, <clears throat> this was like December. I don't know. It was like a few months before I like really addressed my sex life and like did some shit, which we can talk about. But mm-hmm. I was like kind of trying to do things differently at this point. I didn't know how to. Right. But I was like trying. You, knew you had to. Yeah, yeah. I was like trying <laughs> in my own weird way to like be different. Um, trying to control and manage your drinking. <laughs> right, right. So like, I was dating this girl, and you can hand me my water. Yeah, thanks, Bubba. I was dating this girl, and um, I don't know. It was maybe like um, two months in, and like the "I love you" thing had hadn't been said yet. And it was like this three week process where I was hollering at all my boys. I was like talking to all my people. I was like, yeah, I think I feel this mm-hmm. like, but I want to make sure that that's true before I just up and tell her that. Right. And like, I'm just lying to her. Yeah. Like that's not tight. So bro, I was literally talking to like my whole network of homies for like three weeks, like trying to find my truth. If I 
if I love this chick or not, yeah. you know, and, and if it's like real to verbalize that. Mm-hmm. So it's this three week process, whatever. I was really trying to make sure it's true before I say it. It turned out to be true. Right. Okay. So whatever I holler in and, and I tell her and you know, I, I think I totally mean it, bro. As soon. I think I totally mean it. <laughs> Yeah. What does that mean? Bro, I I really tried to find my truth in it and the truth and the truth after a long three week pause of like hollering was like, yeah, bro, that that's real. You can vocalize that. Yeah, I think I totally And then I told it. her and immediately, bro, I was like, fuck, I lied to myself. I, I don't mean it at all. No. Fuck. Fuck. I really just tricked myself. Huh. And she ended up, you know, I ended up getting uninterested and yeah, left and yeah. she got hurt and it was a bummer, bro. Like I really thought I was trying, like I really right. like tried to sit with it and not be impulsive. And like, as soon as I said it, it was like, damn, you've really just lied to yourself that hard. Mm-hmm. Like it was nuts. Bro, we convince ourselves that like, yeah, that delusion comes so quick when we feel like, when we feel like we're coming from a place of a deficit, like we don't have enough. We're not like we need something. Cause right. like we are not at this place. Like we need to fill that fucking void type shit. Like, we will do anything, and this isn't just, like, alcoholics or fucking whatever. This is just humans in general at times, right? We'll convince ourselves of shit in order to fucking be able to go through and have that fucking capacity to, like, say the things we need to say or whatever. And, like, what hurts so much is when it comes, when that fucking veil is washed off and that, like, delusion just goes away because we reach that end goal and it's just, like, not there it just causes so much more spiritual fucking pain and it just makes it worse and worse and worse until just like drinking like for me dude like i hit i hit a sexual bottom when i was getting loaded before i hit my like end point with getting loaded you know what i'm saying like yeah mine was hella reverse but that's tight right but well yeah because like like i said when i but when i got sober I, I, I had already hit that bottom and I knew that I did not want to show up that way anymore. And I didn't want to take, and I didn't want to manipulate and I didn't want to fucking lie and, and all that shit. I know, but isn't that a trip that like, that's so nuts. Cause I was running it hardcore when I was getting loaded. Yeah. So that was a big reason why the first couple of years of my sobriety, I did not fucking like, you know, I slept with some people, but it was overly like communicative and overly like, this is my intention. This is where I'm at. Yeah. And like, just very straightforward. And I've kept that this whole time because I'd rather just, this is where I'm coming from, whether it is genuine love or whether it's like, I'm just available for sex or whatever. And a lot of the times people will be like, thanks for telling me that. Yeah. I'm not interested in that. Right. And so I was getting, you know, that's, that was like the thing. And so I didn't sleep with a lot of people. Because, like, I did not want to feel that pain anymore. And it was, like, worse pain in many ways than, like, the, the drinking and, and getting fucked up, right? Yeah. So, it's but just, yeah. Like, I'm twisted on that where, like, I had periods where I would do that. Yeah. And I'd, like, tell people, like, what I'm available for. But then, like, at the same time, I'd be, like, I'd, like, be giving them little things or, like, words or actions that would, like, make them think, like, oh, maybe actually we can break past my boundary of what I said. Cause like, yeah. you know, like maybe we can yeah. take this a step further. Yeah. It was, it's like hard to explain, but that was fucked off. Well, and that's what happens when you're dealing with like other vulnerable people who are like, it's not just us to get fucking delusional. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like early on when I first got sober, I laid this boundary with this girl that I was like, Hey, look, like I'm like a couple months sober and I'm not available to give anyone anything because I don't even know who the fuck I am. But, like, I am, like, definitely interested in you sexually and, like, whatever. Yeah. And she looked me dead in the eyes and she was like, yeah, that's totally cool. Me too. And, like, she slept over one night. And then in her mind, she was like, we're booed up now. And I right. did not blame her because, like, 
sex is intimate and it's like you know what i'm saying and that's yeah. where the feelings went and then i couldn't reciprocate because i was like i i, I was i was serious about where i was coming from and it caused like some friction and there was like some discomfort there and we didn't like continue talking because i saw that i was like oh she's progressing a little bit and i'm not because i'm not i said i was not available for that and it was like a little abrupt for her you know what i'm saying because she maybe thought like yeah yeah like what i used to do i'd be like yeah yeah yeah, whatever you say you'll come around like that's all the girls i dated that's always what they're like tanner i don't like you i don't fuck with you (laughs) (laughs) i I, i'm not attracted to you or like whatever and then i'd be like yeah yeah okay silly whatever you'll i'm great you'll fall in love with me eventually and then they would go and like you know do the whatever they told me they were gonna do. I've had partners literally be like, "Do not give me the benefit of the doubt. I'm gonna cheat on you. Like I'm not gonna be loyal to you because I don't really like you." And I'd be like, "Sure, whatever, silly goose. Like <laughs> yeah. you come around." And then oh, they I love would it do when that. you're mean to me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, they, I would do that, and then they they would do the thing they say they're gonna do, and then what would I do? I'd sit there and cry and be all sad, be like, "How could you do this?" And they'd literally be like, "I told you I was gonna <laughs> yeah. do this," but I was just yeah. so fucking like desperate to be fixed or to like have that validation. And so right. I never wanted to feel that sober dude. And, and gratefully I, I really haven't in many ways because I, I just like really stayed to that boundary. That's like, I need to figure out what the fuck's going on with me and get that solution and that freedom and change and grow before I even stick my fucking toe in dude. Right. Yeah. I mean, for me, like I was talking with the shiplet the other day about this, um, like being forthcoming And like another word for that is low key, like being impulsive. Like if I'm talking to someone, wait, what I'm gonna get there. Okay. If I'm talking to someone and something comes to my mind, if I like say that immediately, that's not being honest. Like that's just being impulsive. Cause like my experience has shown that like for me to know what my truth is, I have to sit with it for a minute. Sure. And even then like that situation where like I sat with it for a minute, even then it ended up being a lie. But, like, for the most part, like, come to mind, say, is not the way. Like, the amount of women that I've said and, like... Women, plural. Yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't mean to do this as a manipulation thing, at least for the most part. Like, maybe a few times I knew what I was doing. Yeah. But for the most part, I was just, like, overcome with emotion and thought I meant this shit. I have told, like, way more women than I'm proud to admit, like, I've never felt this much this fast. Sure. You know what I mean? Like assuring them we're on a good trajectory or something. It's like so fucked. But like, I guess it's like, man, being overly sharing of your stream of consciousness is not honest in my experience, in your experience, in my experience. That would be my pushback is just like what we've already discussed about how our old dynamics are and everything like that. I 100% agree with you that in, in many ways that's true, right? Because think about it like this. If every partner you with, you say, oh, I've never felt this way before. Oh, but like you just, what do you mean? You just felt that way before with Samantha right. and then like Karen before that. And then Susan was you, right? So yeah. if that, that's more so, I don't think that's like a, that, that's more of like a uh, fucking how, what, what's the word I'm looking for? That's more of like a tactic and like a, a mechanism, a tool that you use to try and like fucking force a connection than it is like a genuine thing. But I, I push back on the idea that like into it because there's impulsive and then there's intuitive. Impulsive is a reaction based out of like fucking emotion and, and maybe even fear or insecurity, whatever. But then there's that intuitive sense of like saying what you honestly feel in that moment. Yeah, but those feel different. Well, no, they do, and it's all based on intention and where you're coming from. So, like, if you're with someone who you are 
literally like consciously knowing that you are trying to finesse or like you're you're playing the fucking game right and you're you're not showing just authentic fucking landon straight up and i guarantee you your experience with the lease was the one i'm talking about of like based out of fucking like true intention and like you were looking to give and that you were open-minded to that and it wasn't this like finesse thing i believe because this is how i am that like i trust that the things that are coming up because I'm clear with my intention and I'm, I'm, I know what I'm looking for and I know what my wants and needs are, that like these emotions that are coming up and these, these sentiments that are coming up are based out of love and truth because like that's how I'm approaching it instead of like manipulation and showing you what I think you're gonna wanna hear to keep you close or to keep you like coming towards me. Yeah. And that's what I mean by like re being really straightforward and blunt, whether it's like with my intention or just saying like, hey, this is where the fuck I'm at and I do agree with you though that at times it is good to like pause always. You know, we talk about that all the time. It's like yeah. it's good to pause, it's good to sit with things, it's good to like talk to your homies for three weeks about what you're doing. I did fucking so much of that with Madison. Uh, like from when we met, I was talking to Joe and Bryce, my homie Bryce, yeah. every fucking day, literally filtering through all of the like the feelings and the things I was having through them and talking through it, talking to Jordy about it. And what was always tight for me though is and why I think this is like my experience with her has been so fucking great is it like it's never come where i've i've talked to them and been honest with them and then i was like oh damn i didn't mean any of that or like oh damn like i yeah. was just fucking just like running my mouth it was always we ended up at like the end of the conversation was like everything i said was genuine and true and yeah. that's what i felt even if it, in the moment sometimes it just like it seems like a little bit from the hip but that's where because i'm trusting my intuition because i'm approaching this relationship and every relationship i have attempted to be in since i've been sober from that genuine like i want to give and like i'm open to that instead of i need to take right. right and try and finesse and convince like i don't i don't ever feel like i'm trying to convince her of anything i'm just telling her how i honestly feel yeah and it's reciprocated and it lands with her right it's always like genuine i think when we do the opposite right sometimes it doesn't hit and it's like you're saying that you've never felt this way before but i'm not feeling that they're yeah. like i'm not that doesn't seem like the, the the feeling behind it isn't there right but for me like i was so dishonest right in my sex life yeah. that like what i'm saying is that like what i thought was my intuition was actually impulse which we struggle with all the so time. like just within the last few months am, yeah. am i able me and elisa have been together for like a year Mm -hmm. And just within the last few months have I been able to go from the hip and be honest and trust that intuition. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess let me say it this way. I I'm not pushing back on your experience. Right. I'm just rejecting that that is the blanketed thing for everybody. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't, okay. Okay. Man, I were, hope it that people like you aren't were really saying it in a way of like, no, oh, if you're saying that thing, then that's that's not the way that's dishonest. It's like, nah, fam, I don't agree with that. It's worth thinking about. Though. It is. It, it is. It, it depends. I mean, it depends on how you show up and what you're right. right. How you move. Right. Right. How you move and like where you're at when it comes to like stability of like entering right. into these fucking relationships. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so what I, I ended I up doing. You. So what I ended up doing, I think we've maybe talked about this is I like whatever. I did this thing called the mountain is what like me and the homies call it. Mm -hmm. But uh, I deleted all the dating apps. I deleted all my social media. Mm hmm. I wasn't texting any woman and it was intentionally avoiding sexual intrigue. I wouldn't flirt with baristas. I wouldn't do anything. You try and game up baristas? That was a thing. Always, yeah. Really? And any woman in service was like Really? Yeah. They're like bringing me my coffee or something I need. What would you say? Like, hey, honey, hey, honey buns. Something gross, I don't know. Hey, shoddy. Yeah, I don't shoddy. know. 
No, I mean, blood it was manipulative and fucked off. It was like, hey, yeah, it was never. A good I had like bars. Oh, did you? Yeah, it was like, hey, did you I, Google him. No, nah, it was just <laughs> like, hey, I know you're at work right now, and it, you know, might be weird for you, but like, I'd love to take you out sometime. Can I get your number? Yeah. You're like, look into my eyes. Yeah, yeah, and it was fucked. And she was like, but anyway, no. Anyway, the whole thing was like <laughs> purposely avoiding sexual intrigue in all forms, um, and also getting into therapy and whatever. Mm-hmm. I did that for like seven months. Uh, I think I remember that. Maybe three or four months into that, like Elise started working at like at like a sister company to what I was working at. Mm-hmm. And we started like smoking cigarettes, kicking it, chopping it up at night. Right. It's like some decompression from work shit. Yeah. And we were really clear about being homies. And I told her I'd never done that before. I was like, I never strictly been homies with the chick. I don't really know how to do that. Have you done that before? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, can you help me? Like, can you like show me the ropes and like hold me accountable to that? And bro, we got really close. Like with, <laughs> with <laughs> not for real. I know. But <laughs> I never done that before, just bro. Knowing you guys have been together for a year. It's just like, yeah, that turned out well, dog. No, but like, but I look, get it. I hear you. No, but like, you. look, like I, like we genuinely got close yeah, as yeah. just homies yeah. and like knew each other's just real, mm-hmm. like the good and the bad, just the real, like she knew my past from a homie's perspective. Mm-hmm. Like I had a couple slips off of this mountain experience thing and like a hookup or two and like a download of the dating app for a night or two. Yeah. And like, she heard those stories from a homie perspective, from like a comfort of like, yeah, just being real with you, but I'm not, at the, this is probably one of the first times where you're able to like be open with a woman and comfortable with a woman that you weren't like, trying to like put on a show for so yeah. you actually got vulnerable with the woman for right. the first time without it, an intention of like taking something from yeah her. and whatever that was like a five six month process of like us just being homies and like yeah i guess just like for the first time ever in my life like showing up as i am instead of what i think you know like right. a woman would want and i had this like month-long period where i was like fuck I love what you just said. Yeah. Showing up as I am. Well, we talked about that like years ago. Yeah, right. And it wasn't until, you know, like last year that I yeah. finally tried that's it for how the first I, That's literally how I yeah. try and be. Because if I show all of me just up front and the person, this goes in like friendships too and like not trying to play God. Like if I'm catering myself to what I think this person may want, like and, and like it's going against who I really authentically am, then it's always going to be discomfort. Like there's going to be discomfort. There's going to be like undulation and it's never going to sync up and there's going to be like resentment and all that shit. And that's just, I don't have time for that dude. That shit hurts. And so like showing up as I am instead of what I think you want, right. Is the fucking 100% best way always for you and for the other person. Because if you, if I show, if I present Madison as my authentic fucking self and one day she's like, I don't fucking want that. Or I don't, I don't appreciate that or whatever. That's now empowering her to make a fucking decision instead of like tricking her into thinking. And then like a year later, she's like, who the fuck is this guy? Cause yeah. now I finally take a mask off or something. I don't want that because that's just going to be more pain and, and whatever. So I'd rather just show all of me and be who I am up front. And then I think that's going to lay a foundation of in a consistency of like, okay, I know who you are. I know what you're about. Now I can make my decisions based off that. And then there's going to be feelings involved and, and it's just going to go. Or she may be like, yeah, I don't like what I'm seeing, which has happened many times in my experience of like presenting myself. Right. And it sucks. 
right? It sucks because there's rejection and it's like, maybe you might be all about someone and they're like, what you're showing me is not what I want. And it's scary. And, but like also it's right. So then when you finally find someone that's like, I accept you for you because you're showing me you fully, man, how fucking beautiful is that? And that's what you you just said you did with Elise and like, look at where you're at. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely the first time I've ever let someone authentically choose or not choose. Right. Me. Without your little grubby little fingers all over. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, but like six months into us being homies, right? Mm-hmm. I started to have these thoughts of like, damn, like I kind of like like her, mm-hmm. and I felt like a failure. Like legitimately like was I, like I failed this relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like I, I, I failed this friendship thing. Right. Like, like fuck, I'm catching feelings like I I like her. Mm-hmm. Like this is I'm I'm bad. Well, didn't you say that you guys kind of talked early on? Yeah, yeah. On that kind of tip of like, you know, you're trying to schmooze her a little bit or whatever, but then you guys deaded it or something or what? Oh or yeah, that, yeah. That before no, 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 no. So that was the thing too. So like, so you kind of low this was shot like shot a little bit and then you like not it. really. You're like, thinking about it. Like she wouldn't see it that way, right? Because okay. I wasn't like. Hard pressing it. I wasn't like actively hard pressing it. Like we were just like talking and it was like chilling. Yeah. Um, but I started to feel, I was like a couple weeks into the intentional, no sexual intrigue thing at this yeah. point. Yeah. And it was like, bro, it was literally like maybe three days back and forth. And it wasn't even like, you know, 800 texts a day. It was like five or six back and yeah. forth for like three days. And you probably felt yourself kind of gearing up. How yeah. You and I kind of felt myself gearing up and like, try, like fighting urges to flirt and shit. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I just hit her with like some message and it was just like, Hey, this might not make sense, but I'm doing this thing. And it, it, you're, it's hard for me to talk to you and not take it there. And yeah, th- even if it doesn't make sense, I hope you respect that and blah. Right. And so that's how it started. It was, I was like, she was probably just like, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> no, she was super. Yeah. She was yeah. like, Hey, like, yeah, cool. that's tight. Bye. Yeah. And uh, then, so then months I mean, later. she was like, she was like, I respect that. Right. And, and she'll tell people now, like whenever that is that that happened, like, like, she respected that me a was lot like a for that important thing. Yeah. And that's why I say looking back, like if I hadn't had done that step away, pause thing and like done my mountain experience, like bro, it wouldn't, have, it wouldn't have been this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, six months into the thing, I'm like fighting. I'm feeling like a failure. I kept that secret. Like with me and the homies, like I would talk about it with people, but not with her for like three weeks. And then finally one night I was just talking to her and I like was kind of real about that. And I was like, Hey, this has been happening for me. Like it makes me feel like I'm failing. It makes me feel weird. Cause and I'm like, maybe I'm like, like you're in your head about how you're showing up. You're checking right. your intentions. Like right. you're wanting to maybe show up this way and you feel like that might be inappropriate right. to your guys's boundary or whatever. Right. And she was like, no, like I, that's been showing up a lot for me mm. lately too. Wow. That's cool. Bro, and it wasn't for, like, another like month. Like, we started kind of talking, like, on that level mm-hmm. of, like, just honestly what what's going on with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't for another month until I, like, kissed her and, like, right, right. you know, we started Got dating and shit and, stuff, yeah. and, like, whatever. Uh, it was, like, a whole process. But it's, it's just the only time that, like, I've ever not – it's the only time that I've ever been, like, okay with rejection Mm -hmm. like what you were talking about earlier of like hey this is me like take it or leave it like i wasn't okay with that yeah like i'll morph to be whatever is okay with them right Um, just to get what i want yeah we'll do anything we want 
or anything we can do to get what we want to yeah. be, to take, you know? And it's like how I view rejection now, it, it's all centered around fucking like trust in space daddy, trust in like, yeah. I'm going to fucking let my freak flag fly. Yeah. And if it's not fucking received, then it's like, that wasn't right. Like, then that's just, that wasn't it. That's not the one because I'm looking for someone that I like, I, I want that fucking like, soul connection bro like right. so desperately and that like i will not get that if i try and fucking peacock and put masks on and try and parade around something i'm not to cater to like what i think this person might like because like eventually it just will not work out like we'll reach to a point where that true self will come out and it just like if that was never going to be accepted then like it's not going to be accepted later on no matter how strong the love is no matter how many experiences you guys have it'll just not be there and i've experienced that too you know yeah. what i'm saying uh in my personal life and so yeah dude i mean i'm just proud of you because that's why i wanted to ask you about these things because like i've seen that change in you i've seen you do the work in your own way right through that because it's not fucking easy and like i said it's not overnight right and i got no. to see a lot of it i got to see a lot of the mess but then like eventually we stopped working together we became you know close friends and that was my intention is i wanted to just like be your brother and i wanted right. to be there for you without that like stigma of i'm the sponsor which has been so much better you know yeah which has been amazing As, yeah. like the first week it was super weird but like over time it's been right. so much better and i wouldn't wouldn't have been, just to talk on that for a second like i wouldn't have been able to do that if i didn't do it with max because i did the same thing with max and uh well, what Max did is he sat, <laughs> sat me down at Paquitos over a salsa and guacamole sampler and tried to convince me that he's he's not an alcoholic again and that he's going to – if he just – he can take Xanax and fucking do the spiritual principles and we'll be able to thrive. And I'm just like looking at him eating these chips sounds and dips. Tight. I was like, this guy's fucking crazy. It sounds tough. And I told you him should, I was like – You should do that. Yeah, he did, <laughs> I did. That's exactly <laughs> – I was like I – I took a fat guacamole dip bite and I was like, let's fucking go, dude. I was like, you tell me how that works out. Uh, but like in that that same conversation, I told him I was like, you know, I think it might be best that like I show up instead of like this sponsor or this like kind of thing. I'm gonna show up as just let me be your friend now. Yeah. Like I'll I'll be your brother through this, and that someone else can handle that that like that recovery shit. I'm just gonna like be your brother, and that made us because I knew it was gonna be a moment that if he did that, there may be like guilt and shame or embarrassment involved that would push me away from being able to be in his life and actually like being able to come closer and that's what I wanted. I wanted to come closer to him and that's what I wanted with you is that I saw that there was a friction because of that sponsor sponsee type relationship that there was always going to be a distance there and it really came from remember the boys trip in Portland? Yep. Yeah. Me, you, Tyler, Max. Yeah, I guess uh, I, I always think about that dance that you hit outside the <laughs> Nike store or whatever. What do you mean? You were just like doing your little jiggy bop. It was tight. <laughs> just wiggling? Yeah, you were just like doing your little bouncing. <laughs> I'll, I'll pull it up and show you I after. had so much fun on that but like I remember you came down and we were still working together, like sponsor, sponsor kind of thing. Yeah, that's right. And, and it was like the next week. Yep. Cause I went down and I, I remember the whole time I was like, damn, I just want to like homie out with this kid. Like I love this kid. He's come so far. And that like, I want to be able to be my like true self and be my little toxic graffiti cat. Yeah. Or, yeah. Know and I want to be able to paint without him judging. Exactly. Yeah. Cause I was trying to catch tags and sell my CBD up. without. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, uh, I, on the way back, I kind of got this place. So I was like, I think it might be time. Uh, because up until that point, I think I invited you because I was feeling you kind of slip away and I wanted to include you. I wanted you to like, you know, I was like, Hey man, not slip away from the program, but just like from our dynamic. Right. And, uh, I was like, you know what, this will be for the best. It may be uncomfortable and it may, cause I know a lot of people I've like stopped working with and like laid that boundary and I never fucking talked. They never, we never, you know, it wasn't necessarily the intention of being closer to them, but it was like laying that down and they just like, cause it's just tough. Sometimes it's like 
like dating in ways, you know, it's like, oh, this thing is like in between us now, whatever. But like, right. so I knew that could happen with us, but I trusted that it wouldn't. And it, it didn't. And that like immediately once that happened, and I knew also, I'm proud of you for is that you fucking followed through and just did the, the right thing and went and got a new, you know, got the next yeah, cat yeah, yeah. and fucking did the thing. And I, I hoped that, that was going to be the case. And then I knew you were in safe hands. So it was like, now I'm going to show up for you. And that was like around the Brady thing. And it yeah, it was after I think because I know that maybe it wasn't though. I feel like we weren't working together when Brady. When you Brady were still passed. my first call though. Oh no, of course. Yeah, but you, I remember this. You were working with someone else, but we you were talking. You were working with uh whoever. I I, I know I, in my head I have an idea. It was before the guy you're with now, Nathan. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I don't know, but uh, and I remember I I felt really like because it was me and David. You're talking to David a lot. It was you and David, yeah. And, and I felt like, see, this is why I'm glad. Because I may not have been the first call if I was. We still had that relationship. Yeah. And that's when, like, I I viewed you as, like, that's when I got very, like, a, I, it's not paternal, but, like, like, I don't see it as, like, a son, but, like, like a brother. Yeah, I like saw you very brotherly. Shit, yeah. And, like, like, a, like, a younger brother or just, like, a, a someone that, like, I fucking – which I didn't know, which came up in that whole basketball escapades thing where I was like, wow, I'm in and, and with some other shit that I'm like, wow, I'm very fucking protective of this kid. And it really came through that whole Brady experience and like yeah. knowing that you you came to me and then like I had that sense of purpose with you and that like you you needed me and looked up to me and like I loved you and you loved me and that like I just wanted to be there for you. Yeah, that's when I was like, I'm so grateful that like I trusted that like it would work out from there because yeah, it like the bond that I've had for you now is just it's fucking unbreakable you know bro and that whole experience on the basketball court was exactly <laughs> what brady would have done really like for no real shit like bro, bro. i was so chilling <sighs> i know i wasn't even tripping at all like I know you I like homies walking off the court yeah no but even like if you're walking off the court it's like oh i'm guarding that bitch you're walking off the court i know yeah so like that little happened, bitch I just like happened to be right you're, there. you're walking <laughs> off the court because that little bitch was cooking you or something yeah. or like you're over it yeah well, you're so just like, competing, you know. You're so doing like, what take we the do. L. You're the one walking off the court. You can say whatever you want about me. Yeah, you're the around, one walking not away. Me, though at that time, but that, <laughs> yeah, you know what no, I mean. I, I, yeah, I hear, I, nowadays that shit happens all like, the time. But bro, Brady, Brady would have done the same shit. Oh man, turned I, it up. For, I, yeah, just on some love shit. But on like a, in a heart. And but I then for me, there, it's dude. like, bro, homie's sad. Like yeah, like let him walk out. You know, like I we're going to turn it up and now we got I guns and like, what, what are we doing? Like, I couldn't let, I couldn't, I couldn't. And bro. I'm glad that that shit happened. Let's, let's tell them real quick. So what happened was, is Landon and I were hooping a lot at uh, SCC on the Hill in this little basketball league. And I, I think I also, another thing, I, cause I was like super happy you would come. Like that was really like some of our best bonding moments, you yeah, know, cause yeah. no one else would come through in hoops. And you'd always wear the fucking Tottenham. Fuck, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. yeah I, know. I still have that, dude. Uh, Burn it. And so we were hold on. One you know, Arsenal won, beat no, them three one last week. Nope. Anyway, mm -mm. all right. Don't care. I just okay. wear that because you don't like it. Okay. Uh, we were hooping. Uh, Landon was was being. We, we were on the same team, which uh, was rare. Sometimes we we're on the same team. Some kid was uh, Landon and him were going at it, like competing. This kid was not having a good time. As he was walking off the court, he said, "Hey, uh, hey, yo, I'm guarding that bitch right there." I was in the backcourt, like just chilling. And he, so he was right next to me and I looked over and I was like, what the fuck did you just say? Who are you talking? I was like, are you talking about my fucking brother right there? And I just like flexed out and got extra crispy Puyallup Tanner buck. And I was like, bro, I'm going to fucking like, we're going to, you're going to learn something today. Got all cock diesel, like, gah, gah, gah. and then he was shook for a second, but then he like turned his corner. He's like, oh, okay. I'm like, I'm with it too. And then we, but he wasn't though. Like he wasn't about to like squab or anything. And then 
I start hooping again. They break it up because we were about to we're about to fight. Break yeah, it up. You're turning to the sideline the whole time. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I, on some Reggie Miller to yes. Spike Lee shit. Every like time the I would score time. or do some shit, I would just look at it, and we were talking the whole time, the whole time. And then uh, he started calling like people saying, "Yo, I'm." A, he said I was about to get. He said he was about to get jumped, which was not the case at all. Yeah. And uh, he was like, "Come through, pull up." And then I tried to dead it. I went up to I him, "Yo, that. man, hey." That's just my brother. I love him to death. I got fucking very protective. That's not how I want to show up, which I had to do a hundred times when I first started hooping. It was super embarrassing every time, but like it is what it is. And uh, then he proceeds to follow us out. So when we were leaving, I tried deading it again. He, this kid follows us to your car, takes a picture of your license plate number, sends it to me on Facebook and is like, I'm going to get your boy whoop, whoop, whoop or something like that. And then I immediately was like, man, I put not only myself or these people – that we were playing with who were just like regular goofy fucking people, you know, like old white dudes and like little Asian chicks and like just, you know, all these this right. eclectic group of people just playing pickup ball on Saturday. And then that really was like, not only did I see, man, I really fucking love Landon. I'm really protective of him. I also was like, dude, I have some like toxicity in me uh, that like I need to fucking check because I'm going to, I'm going to find out one day if I still am that person. And that like, it could have caused some like crazy fucking harm because maybe he could have been with the shits and like, showed up at someone's house with yeah. whatever. And I remember like I was, yeah, I was like ashamed of that in many ways because of how I showed up. But then also like I, at that moment too, I also knew that like I, I viewed myself as your protector, not that you needed it at all, right. but that like I, I kind of gave myself that role after Brady had passed that like right. naturally it was crazy. You know what I'm right. saying? It was just like naturally that, which is so weird. Right. Cause like, and I still have that. View. Cause like from the little bros perspective in that, it's like felt tight, huh? It, like a, it, it felt two very conflicting things. <laughs> like like one, like damn, it's really tight. The big bro feels this way about yeah. me and loves me, and that like that's how he's showing love. But also two, like bro, if a strap is mentioned, like I'm immediately Dumb. thrown into trauma yeah. and like yeah. weird shit, yeah. and like Same I don't. Here. I don't do straps. Yeah, same here. And, like, and I knew I was, and then I realized I'm in Seattle and not yeah. Puyallup. And then I was like, oh yeah, wait, this is a different place. And I'd never gotten to that point with like almost fighting someone that intense where I was really going to be a brawl. Like I had gotten the bickers with people on the court and I still do. It's like, it's a thing. But that was like on some like real shit. Right. And then I, that's when it caught me. I was like, oh bro, like you don't do that anymore. You came from that. Like, you know, that feeling of like worrying, like if you walk out of the store, who's going to be sitting like, you know? And so like, yeah, I feel you on that. I yeah. feel you for sure. It Too was very sus. conflicting. I had to do a lot of work after that, bro. I had to check myself so much. Yeah. And then really actually what's crazy is I got better at basketball from that because I, I realized I was playing with this really aggro, like toxicity of like, <laughs> like fucking so <laughs> bro. It's, it's like short man syndrome, but like fat man. Syndrome, yeah. Fat, I think. fat white boy syndrome, dude. Like, so. hooping, you know, like, uh, I was Luka Doncic before he was Luka Doncic. Like I was out yeah. there trying to just get it. And then I realized like, man, I'm not having fun. Like every time I leave, if I lose or something, I was like, I'm not having fun. And then that's when I was like, I need to be hella posy. I need to talk a lot in a positive way instead of right. a negative way and talking shit. I was like, I need to uplift people and I need to have fun. And when I did that, I played way more free. And I played like, and then I just kept fucking playing on. I, I remember arguing with you one time too. Cause like homie hit me with a sick, like Hezzy cross. Yeah. And I was like, Ooh. Yeah. And I like told him, I was like, yo, that, that was yeah. lit. 
and you like hated it. <laughs> I was like, you're, don't fucking talk you're, to you're like, bro, you can't tell him that he just <laughs> you can't he tell just, he just crossed you. you, bro. You can't do that. And I was like, bro, but that was a tight move. Right like, now, literally, <laughs> someone will cook me on a regular basis, and I'll be like, oh, you got. Me. I'll just be like, bro, you just cooked me. I mean, that's just what it was. Yeah, it's just like moving, I, I just yeah. said the truth. So I mean, like, dude, if you see me now, bro, you would be like, who? I know I say on yeah. the skill wise, but if you just see like how I show up on the court. Yeah, uh, like Ma- Madison came and watched me play, bro, and it was so. F- <laughs> <laughs> you are so heart eyes boot up. It's bro, so tight, when bro. When she came, five minutes can't yeah, pass, bro. When I came, can I meet her? Uh, yeah, I want you to meet her. Not I, this Monday, but next Monday. I sent her the picture. Remember the the snap of your toes? Yeah, yeah, th- which was cute. Uh, yeah, for sure. Like sometime, sometime, whatever, it'll happen. But uh, I was super like excited because I always want people to, like. Not, I don't want people to come watch me. I really want homies to come play, but I don't have many people that hoop. So then, like, I've never really had anyone come watch me play because that's like my happy place, dude. Like, that is yeah. like really where like I just have. I'm so free, and I feel, and it's just like something I love so much, and I have my whole life. And she was super down to come, and she came, and like, uh, I got nervous. I got hella nervous, bro. And get this, first half, right, knowing she's there, I'm all giddy, giddy. How many, how many shots you take, bro? So here's the funny thing. Two. No, 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 no. I'm not shy. No, no, no. I was trying to turn up. I missed like nine threes the first half. Did not make, I made, I think one or two closer to the end because I was super rushing it and everything, but I was cooking. I was hitting hella layups. So I was like scoring at a high clip, fucking fast breaks, just getting it, competing, hard takes. Felt like a G, but I love shooting. Right. And that's like, that's like my thing. Right. And that's what I'm like, I think. And I so shooting. I kept missing them, and every time I miss, I'd like turn around and be like, "Fuck!" And I'd like look at him like, "Shit!" I was like, "God!" I was like, "You got me fucking in my head." And then uh, I was talking to my boy Richard, and which I'm pretty sure you guys played together before. And then he was like, "We were just started having fun, me and him, just like talking shit and having fun." And I got comfortable on the court and in my rhythm. And then the next half, bro, I fucking went off, dog. Bro, she team? probably wasn't even tripping. She's just like, "Oh, he looks cute when he runs." Yeah, yeah well, I know that was cuz she just doesn't know basketball <laughs> yeah. that much. So like, I and she's just like she's She just, just being, thinks your hair looks cute when it like flopping <laughs> up and down, you know what I mean? And like just me running around just being a maniac. And but it was just like really sweet and then like I but then when I started hitting shots, bro, I would like hit a shot and just like turn right around her and just be like fucking yeah. I just felt it just felt really good, you know what I'm saying? Cuz I didn't want to like miss every shot and look like a fucking <laughs> doof but i was super nervous i was like yeah. i do not get nervous when i hoop and i was like god yeah. damn i'm so nervous right now you know what's really tight is like whatever that whole situation we just talked about and you like got kicked out for like two weeks right and then had to no, change your I name took, or something I, I changed my name because i felt like that you didn't kid, have to miss even a week no I, I took a week uh i took a week and i played at soto instead of sec right uh because Tim was like, I think it might be best because he mentioned weapons and shit right. and that he did that weird shit with taking the pictures that he was like, you might want to just like go somewhere else. Cause he had my Facebook. So right. he knew my name from the roster. Right. Uh, and so then I, I, I changed the name. That's what Tim said. He was like, yo, we'll just put you into some random name. And he was like, why don't you come down to Soto for a bit? He's like, I'll right. watch out for the dude's name. And I even hit the dude up on Facebook. I was like, yo bro, it's dead. I'm not, I'm not going to do you. If you're looking for like anything, like you were looking for a scrap or anything. I was like, I'm, that is not me. I apologized again over. I was like, dog, that's not me. You're not going to find that with me. And like, it's just like, it's dead, dude. I was like, you, you, if you find me on the streets, bro, I'm not going to put hands on you. Like we're done, you know? Right. But yeah, it, there was a little beat there. Where but, I just, but what I mean is like Tim, the whatever commissioner of the league is probably not the right title, but essentially, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, the like he wasn't happy with you is what I mean. Right. Like, no. like there was some shit and it was like, Tanner, you got to cool out. Right. hundred percent. Yeah. And he, he fucking worked with me a lot on that. And what I want to highlight is like, bro, now you're like 
refing games in mm-hmm. that league. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like he's a father figure to me, dude. Yeah. He, I thank him all the time. For but me. I'm just saying like you were down and out and like, yep. you know, I was ready. I was only, he was like, you I'm, were like a strike away from being yep. like, dog, get the fuck out of yep. here. Yep. And now you're like really in that and like being trusted to like do some shit. Oh yeah. He, I have the keys to the gym. It's I'm, really tough. It's been a really cool experience and I thank him all the time for it. So I'm like, I don't have, I, I seek like fatherly figures, dude, because I just didn't have that. Right. Like positive influences. And when I met Tim, he was very always straightforward with me. He's like, dude, you are fucking too much. And that like, if you continue this way and then after that, he was like, you do this again, you're gone, dude. He's yeah. like, I can't have you in this league doing that shit. And from there I had, that's when I said I did a lot of work on it. And it, there were some times where I felt like one dude, like was trying to post me up and just like bodied me all like, was just shoving me and just like hitting me. So I fucking picked him up and sh- I shoved him and he turned around and threw the ball at me. Wasn't that like the week before I pulled up and we did this? No, 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 no. I uh, thought it was close by. No, it was, I think it was afterwards. I know it was afterwards. And uh, I, I, I shove him, and he turns around and throws the ball at me. And I fucking, bro, like. Yeah, clinch. Inst- from, like, like a cartoon anime. Like, I reach all the way back into the depths of hell. And I was about to, because he turned around. When he saw me fucking winding up, he turned. So I was going to come up and under, behind, like, under his back Brutal. and fucking get him under the chin. And halfway through when I saw him literally turn and wince and I knew what I was doing, I fucking stopped and I just like looked over and Tim was right there and I stopped and I'm like, I just saw it in the moment what I was about to do. And I was like, bro, this is not how you want to show up. And I just stopped. I was like, yo dude, my bad. That was, you know, it was a little much on me, whatever. And he apologized yeah. too. We instantly homied out like, like me and that dude, Tim saw that and he was like, thank you. He's like, that's what I'm just, yeah. I'm trying to have you do. So yeah. crazy. You mentioned anime. Yeah. Uh, me and Elise just started. I mean, she started. She's watching Dragon Ball Z for the first time. No way. It's from from Dragon Ball. Nah, I oh. just I don't really like. I told her what happened in Dragon Ball, like, but. Well, it's not really like it's it. such a slow like yeah, even yes. Dragon Ball Z like everything is so slow, bro. Like, yes. well, we're I on like episode that, fifteen and like, bro, Goku's on that snake path for like fucking forty episodes. Right, he's just like, running the whole time. Yeah. So like, I was like, baby, we can just skip Dragon Ball. I'll right. just tell you what's good. But Does she like it. Yeah, bro, she's vibing. Dragon Ball Z is sick, dude. I, I mean, just Dragon Ball in its own way is, like, really cool because it's yeah. not that overpowered, like, everyone's super crazy and the world's always going to end. It's very, like, terrestrial, like, Captain right. American type shit in Marvel. Like, very yeah. just, like, on the ground level. Like, there's no Super Saiyans. It's really just, like, humans are strong. That whole deal. Uh, there's Shenron. There's all the other stuff. But, like... Yeah, I mean, like... Vegeta like blew up a planet with two fingers like a couple episodes ago, but well, right. But I the, mean, Piccolo Vegeta at the time was Piccolo the like cat. shatters the moon because Gohan turns Pic- into Piccolo was the, the original age. like bad guy. Piccolo yeah. and Vegeta were some of the in the Ginyu Force in Frieza. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. That's Dragon Ball Z still, isn't it? I mean, like Piccolo was definitely a bad guy. Yamcha was like a rival, but not necessarily right. a bad Yamcha guy. Was Tien. I mean, everyone in that. Show. But then they all ended up being homies. Yeah, I mean, and then you fast forward and it's like, boo, bad guy turned homie. Like, it, it's Cell. just kind of how it goes. Yeah. Cell never is a homie. Well, no. Yeah, well, boo. Boo kind of. Boo is a homie, bro. Boo, he gets so on. pillared up with Mr. Satan and shit, but. Yeah. Um. I but anyway, it's it's really tight that, like, she's showing interest in that and, like, down to watch it. Right. And she asked me uh, the other day, she's like, how come Vegeta on your wall? I have, like, a little Tifo thing of mm-hmm. whatever Vegeta at my crib. I remember that. And she's that. like, how come he has yellow hair? But then his hair's not yellow. I was like, baby, I can't tell you. You just got to find yeah, out. Yeah, you're like, I'm sorry, but you it's, have to experience it, Yeah, it. I was like, I'm not going to ruin it. But it's, like, it, that's, it's, yeah. it's, it's like, so tight. Fuck around and find out. 
No, and well, that that kind of is what I'm getting at with the whole basketball thing, and that was coming to watch is like I don't want someone to come. Like I told her, I was like, I just want you to come this one time. If you're down, that'd mean a lot to me. Yeah. I want you to see. So then, like when I talk to her about basketball, or like she knows that when I'm playing, that like the the level of like happiness I have doing that, and it's just important to me that she knows that, right? Because it's like right. something that's. So I was like, I presented in this way. It's like come this one time. I do not. I have zero expectation if you ever come here again. If you just come this time and check right. it out. And uh, then from there, it's like that just that willingness alone is like I will show up and I'll, I will check it out and like be there uh, meant the world to me. And so then when you have like when you find those commonalities where like the person may not be interested, may not be like, oh, this is all I'm about now. But they're like, yo, I see that you love this shit. I see that you have like posters right. on the wall. I see that you talk about it. And they're like, I at least want to like experience a little bit of that passion right. with you. That's so fucking important, and it feels really fucking good, dude. Yeah. No, and I know what you mean, because then, like, if it's like, nah, baby, I can't see you today. Like, I just need to do, like, I, I just want to play basketball. Like, she'll understand then. Oh, you know yeah, what I right, mean? Right, right, yeah. Like, then it's not some weird thing where, like, she's tripping. She's like, oh, yeah, I've seen how much that means to her. Right, him. I know what that looks like. Right. Yeah, yeah. I know and, what you mean. And, and, yeah, so it's like. I mean, I, I gave you shit, but, like, bro, tonight, like, every Thursday I have homies over and we play Magic the Gathering. That's what I want to talk to you about now. Good good segue, dude. Oh, like, really? Fucking, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, you yeah. want to ask me about Magic. I want you to explain <laughs> to me. Uh, I want you to give me – so, like, when did you – because, like, here's – this is the trip for me. Is like I grew up uh, – my generation was really heavy into, like, the Diablos, the obviously card games and shit, but, like, uh, just that. Like, Magic – D and D was like a little bit past his prime, but it was really hard. heavy magic, heavy card games. Yeah. Uh, nerd to the fucking like I I was talking to someone, I was talking shit about you, and I was like, if Landon, because we were giggling about like I forgot who it was, but like how you guys are all playing magic now, and I was like, yeah, if Landon knew, because it's like if you knew the typical magic people that were playing it when it came out, it was like incel forty and fifty year old white dudes who were like fucking living in their grandma's basement like on like literally hardcore on the spectrum like fucking you know this crazy shit and now it's a trip to see how history fucking repeats itself but in a different like look because now you have all these like hip kind of like goofy dudes right. meeting up to play this fucking game that's been around forever but there's like this renaissance going on but it's like you're not the demographic that would typically be playing it when I how I look at it so yeah. it's just really a trip to me I'm like it's just like I'm like Landon fucking would because I never knew you were. But into like that I, kind of I shit. am, bro. Like that. Like no, I know. Yeah, you're you're weaved out a little bit. Like you're a little goofball. like I mean, like as far as anime goes, right? Like everyone thinks because I love Dragon Ball that you're um, an anime head. Yeah, and I'm not. Like no. I, I've well, seen Dragon Ball is like such low level. Yeah, anime. like I I've seen Dragon Ball and I've seen like the Pokemon like Kanto series and like maybe some of the Orange Island shit. But like I'm not on like some like anime is a whole shit like i would assume that like people that actually like anime look down on those two shows right i would assume or, or they at least are like they're like yeah that's that's like the hipster like they're like that would right. be like how a hipster would be like nah i don't fuck with that because yeah. it's like it's so low-hanging fruit it's like commercial right yeah. it's like oh no yeah yeah i don't wear that brand you know right. what i'm saying yeah so because it's that that the guy who fucking uh, the editor, not the editor, but like the the graphic designer of that, like he's a fucking goat. Like he's he's revered as one of the best illustrators for like in the world ever for anime. So yeah. like he he has his flowers, but the show Dragon Ball GT is what fucked it all up. That's what made it shit. What, uh, that's like some fan shit though. No, that's no no no, no that's not uh, manga or whatever. That's like Dragon Ball GT was like from the original creators, but they hella rushed it and they were looking to try and capture a whole nother saga and it was yeah. way too fast. They simped out Gohan. They 
did all this crazy shit. They Bro, made they, they made Goku a kid again, and that he was still like with his girl. It was crazy shit. Yeah, but they simped out Gohan in like some on the Saiyan shit before that even. Dude, I was, I was which talk- is so lame. Well, the me and Wyatt were talking about that. Is that yesterday or it was either yesterday or two days ago? We were literally talking about when that. I was down in Portland. Uh, I met some of Madison's friends and, and uh, Ellie and Vino, cool ass fucking people. It was really yeah. great. Uh, Vino is like heavy <laughs> on the dot five minutes. Here yeah. she is. Uh, <laughs> heavy good. metal. Good, it's just re- relevant. Making memories, dog. Uh, make memories. Let me shine. So heavy anime, right? And what's yeah. crazy is like, you know, when, I, when you meet someone new and there's a little bit of anxiety there, I was like, you want to find commonality and you want to like be able to connect with these people and, and have a place where it's like, let me show you who I am through this vessel sometimes. Right. Just like, this is how I kind of operate. And he had, uh, this other cat, Micah, cool ass dude, uh, their homie, their roommate was talking about Shang-Chi like him and him and Vino said, he's like, Hey, have you seen Shang-Chi yet? And then I heard that and my ears perked up because I'm like a Marvel cat, you know what I'm saying? Fanboy. And I was like, Oh, what'd you think? And I started talking to Micah about it. And then Vino kind of like got in on the conversation and he was like, yo, did you, he said something, asked me a question about Marvel and I fucking was wearing my bait. You were there when I got it. The, the Thanos bait collab. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I looked down and I point at the fucking image and it was, and also it was Jack Kirby designed it. And I was like, Vino, we were at a bar, fucking hell loud karaoke. I'm screaming at him. They're all fucking getting turned up. I'm like, Vino. That's my shit. Yeah. And he just has his fucking big ass smile. And I was like, you fuck with Jack Kirby. And he was like, yeah. And I like show him like one of my design or one of the designs I really like of his. And then instant, just like, yeah. and he's, so he's an anime head. And so immediately when we got back to the crib, he was like throwing books at me. Yeah. He's like, you ever, he shoot through me, Akira, Alita, and like these like fucking uh, graphic novels. And I was like, I had to be honest. I was like, bro, I fuck with this, but I was like, I'm not like, weaved out where I know I can because he started throwing out illustrators and fucking writers yeah, yeah, yeah. and I immediately was like oh, oh okay I can't front like I was like yo I fuck with like auxiliary this on the outside but I'm not like in it in it right, right, right. but I'm open my I want to because Joe was gonna introduce me to that before he moved he was we were gonna really get into enemy I miss Joe so yeah I miss Joe he's shining though you gotta respect that oh 100,000 I haven't I haven't like I say that like I just could take initiative on that right and just like holler we should go to Sweden I mean, that's pretty scary, and I'm, like, really we bad at planning things. I mean, that'd be really tight. It's so funny that you just said that because I'm going to record a podcast called I Miss Joe. <laughs> it's going to be a solo podcast, and I already have a little snippet. Uh, I, I'm not going to put it out there, but, like, uh, this little snippet that him and I did that he didn't know about is, is really cute. But uh, I'm going to, yeah, do a podcast. Are you, you going to cry? No, 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 probably not. Why not? Can you please? Because, like, I'm in a, I'm, I'm not, like, in that place. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, you're, you're too happy for him to like really let yourself be selfish and Bro, sad about it. But also, I know that he's hella like. Well, no, when like I have cried with Joe on the phone the last couple months, yeah. bro. Like we, our conversations get deep. He's having some really cool fucking experiences in Sweden, and we're having some very similar experiences when it re- regards to like love and happiness and and finding that because we are very very fucking like strongly armed people when it comes to emotions, and we're lover boys, and like mm. uh, that's just like what we vibe on. And so, like, yo, yeah, I've gotten to tears. He's gotten to tears. We fucking gotten to these places just, like, absolute, just, like, hysterical love for each other, you know, and just yeah. appreciation. But, uh, yeah, he's – fuck, what a, another segue. Yeah, he's doing great. Uh, and he's he's who I knew was, like, anime cat. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so being that as it may, uh, are you guys doing – first, magic. Fuck anime. Magic. How did you get into it? Uh, a lot of the homies at Nux – 
So they were kind of already playing, right? Yeah, like Brady has been not my brother, homie, uh, has been playing since like the '90s, right? So he's like the the most OG out of the group that's been playing for a minute. Uh, David has been. It's like David, uh, Honk, Brady. Like Tebo, Levi, Eli, like whatever. I think there was like six of them, and they started playing like I don't know, like three, four years ago all together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Brady and David like been playing f- since kids, kind of, but like kind of fell off and yeah. come back to it, and fell off and come back to it. For me, it started I think during quarantine, like early quarantine, um, and it really just started on some like. I'm bored and lonely shit. Mm. Like homies in a text thread would just like be like, Hey, we're playing this on discord. Like one homie would be playing and throwing up a stream. Uh, and I would just go to just spend some time with some boys. Right. And I didn't really know what was happening, <laughs> but Did I started you know what magic was. Honestly, I don't know if I'd ever heard of Magic the Gathering yeah. before. Yeah, well, no, it was like literally way past your time. I don't it think I'd ever heard of it before until I heard it from them. It's still not really like mainstream. Still, like, there are niche. It's niche. Like there's there there is a community of it for sure. Especially in Seattle. Yeah, well, that bar over here on the hill, they have Magic tournaments all the time. Yeah, and Mox and Ballard and yeah, I mean Wizards of the Coast own, is the company that owns it, which is the same company that owns Dungeons and Dragons, and they're a Seattle-based company. Right. So like it's there, right. you know what I'm saying? But like it's still not like yeah. a thing. But anyway, I started like going to these like Zoom calls and Discord rooms just to kick it with boys and like started kind of seeing what was going on and. Got interested in it, um, started playing, like, there's a free game called Magic the Gathering Arena, and I, like, downloaded it and, like, started playing a little bit, uh, but it really just started with, like, wanting to spend some time with some homies, um, and then I, like, started having fun with it and, like, getting really good for the amount of time (laughs) that I've, like, played it for, uh, and man, like, I mean, I, bro, I spend way, I spend so much time thinking about, like, niche interactions in Magic the Gathering and, like, what I can do in response to my homie hypothetically playing this card and, mm. like, it, it's nuts, bro. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's something I do every Thursday. I host it. Um, sometimes Elise will come through, kind of like what you were saying and, like, just see me in my element and like she'll just be vibing on the couch playing Assassin's Creed or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, she likes video games. Yeah. I mean, she played, it's funny you brought up Diablo. She played Diablo with her dad as a kid. Oh, that's cool. And like, they had like some like, like two computers next to each other, yep. like, hum, yeah. like father's uh, yeah. daughter bonding shit. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, and I like, yeah, I mean, I got her into Assassin's Creed. I, like, proposed... Like, I think I was playing it or something. She's like, oh, this is kind of tight. Anyway, somehow she started playing. And she's been running through that. She, like, beat Valhalla, then beat Odyssey. And now she's <laughs> playing Origins. I, after she beat Odyssey, I was really excited because I, I downloaded, re-downloaded Skyrim, yeah. which is, like, my favorite game ever. And I was like, yeah, like, you're going to play Skyrim next. It's going to be so tight. And, like... You love that. It was just too much for her, bro. Like, yeah, and, that, and that's fine. Like, yeah. it, it, she wasn't used to it. And, you know, she like, I saw her trying and she tried like two days in a row and like, it was really brutal for her. And for me, it was just like, 
I love that you even tried. I right. see that you're struggling. I like, you don't need to keep doing this. Like yeah. go back to what you're comfortable with. Uh, but yeah, no, bro. Magic is, Oh, I could go like, I don't want to go into the niche interactions and shit. Cause well, it right. won't mean anything to you. That, well, yeah. That'd and be that's another, fine. That'd be another, uh, that'd be a whole nother podcast of just that. Cause yeah. like I am curious. I mean, that's like, I was kind of telling you, like, I'm curious this whole podcast is like, I want to know not only connect with like the people I love and, and all of that, but yeah, like if someone's passionate about something, it's really easy to bring them on and let them rip on that. Cause then yeah. I don't have to do as much work. I really yeah. don't like the fucking talk a whole lot, even though I right. do, I'd rather have someone come on here and like fucking like Nathan, Nathan, filled the space and i love that yeah that's why i loved working with joe early on it was tough because we were just figuring out the dynamic but eventually like i know i could sit back and joe would riff as long as he needed to right and then like we had a good balance so yeah like i would you know i'm interested but like also i only have so much bandwidth you know i'm so fucking busy yeah and i have just so much shit going on that like i know that like if i were to stick my toe in something like that like there i never video games or anything but something like that dude it's too much it could, it, I could just be about it. That's why, like, with graffiti, dude, like, graffiti, that's an obsession of mine. You know what I'm saying? And if I, like, I can find myself just, that's all I'm thinking about at times and drawing right. and getting into it. And then other shit's getting, like, not attended to or whatever. Right. But I just, I think it's cool because why I asked that and why I just think I give you shit for it and because uh, I give you shit for everything. But, like, uh, bro, I'm cold. I, I believe You'd it. You'd be I so guess. surprised. Like, you get these galaxy means, brain, but, like, PhD homies. Like my homie, Dr. Joe or like galaxy brain. Yeah. Or like Tebo is hella smart. Yeah. David's really smart. Yeah. I mean, all these guys are like fucking educated, like smart ass homies. Yeah. And like I can hang. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like I don't look at myself like that. It's like an even playing field with you because yeah, bro. Like that's a trip. But here, do you guys win anything? Like, like that's the thing is like, you say you're nice at it and then like you, you can play, but like, like, is there, cause I know that motherfuckers like to bet like they're, they're, yeah, yeah. No, I mean like, it's not really betting on magic. Like there's one format called draft where you win like a staff or a crown when you guys win. No, do you get to wear a cape? No. Or special boots? No, no. Here, let me say this. That will make sense to you. Okay. Okay. So, you guys I kiss each other at the end of the games. No, 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 no. Fuck, dude. Well, this doesn't sound like. Stop taking thing. my passion not seriously. <laughs> okay, so I'll say this, and this will make sense to you. I host every Thursday. Yeah, I have homies over. You make bagel bites. It feels. Uh, I mean, like sometimes there's food. Like <laughs> homies bring celts. Yeah. Whatever, kicking it. Um, it's really tight to like connect with someone. Uh, like like see so all right so like two weeks ago. I saw a homie that I hadn't seen in a long time mm-hmm. and we used to play D and D together. Uh, and I hadn't seen him in like two years. And I was like, wait, you're a nerd. Do you play magic? He's like, yeah. Like I haven't, like I haven't had a play group like in a years dust on the deck, but I'll brush him off. Yeah, man. no, exactly. And he's like, I haven't played in years or like this newcomer homie is the same type of thing. He's like, yeah, I've been playing magic like low key, but I don't have a play group or anything. Right. And so like inviting those guys and like them coming for their first time, and like pulling up and like experiencing boyhood and like having a community like like we get to but we get together and we do nerd shit but like we're also really good friends well, right and like and i see that and try to dedicate to helping a lot of people and whatever and like bringing new guys into the fold of that mm-hmm. like they were like those two guys in particular were really grateful and it felt really good for me to like be able to offer my apartment and my space for someone to find something that they've desperately been looking for. Right. That's, and that's what I see that like, uh, that community in that, like 
there's excitement. You know, right. people are talking about it. Like, I can, you see these guys. With, well, I mean, dude, you just, like, it's been so cool to see you just in general in the rooms be able to have, like, really take on finally, which I always, like, when I work with my, like, sponsees and just, like, these new cats, bro, like, I, I fucking really just wish that they could find what you found of that, like, purpose in that position of, like, a pillar. Like, like a pillar, dude. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Like, I Do you know, know what that word, like, how it, much significance that word has for me? Well, no, and I'm sure <laughs> there's all sorts of wacky shit involved with that, with, like, the whole Nux crew, but, like, I'm just saying, like, you, like, that's how I don't like walk around thinking like, oh, I'm a fucking pillar in the program because I'm not like real, real active in the way of like the fellowship like that. Right. But I know that like how I move and my intention and like what I'll fucking do for somebody and everything. Right. And it's like everything to me. But seeing you have that and really thrive in that and seeing that like you have these younger cats who look up to you in much ways that, like you looked up to me in ways when we first right. met that like you took on that position, that role as like a mentor which is so fucking important. That's all I ever wanted for you. You know what I'm saying? When it came to like the rooms yeah. was doing that because like, I knew like you were capable of that and that like, that's your personality and you're charismatic and you're funny and you're honest and you're authentic. And like you, you've done the work. So seeing you when I'll pop in at Nux or I'll go to yeah, certain meetings yeah. where there's a bunch of those little shiplets there and they're all just like Lando and that yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. it makes me, it makes me really happy because it's like, he he has that community but also he's like using his experience for good and he's helping these cats and they're like you know six months sober nine months sober whatever right. and they're looking to you as like how i look to like jordy when i got sober or right. how i look to these other people when i was like around and now that's you and so like it's come full circle in many ways and i'm proud of you for doing that and owning that thank it's you really important i mean that's so uh, on that mountain experience right i had like just short of four years i think and i had like a come to jesus moment and like when I met Patrick Arney, right? Like he had like three and a half or so years, maybe four, right? When mm -hmm. I met you, you had less than that. Like I, I started thinking like, like these guys were this for me, right? The Davids, the Brady's, right. the Tanner's, the fucking uh, Patrick Arney's, right? More, more, more. And I was like, what am I that for anyone? Right. Right. And like started and you've heard me say it many times. Like as soon as I started taking that seriously, and like asking myself if I have the solution that like I came here mm -hmm. for bro. It's the simple thing of like just doing for me what y'all did for right or doing for them what y'all did for me. And you know like, how many people don't ever do that. Yeah. Well, Bubba? they can get like, fucked. Like, I know, but like, that's the thing is like, that's the norm. I see. And then they drink and it's like, yeah, okay. Do you know how many guys I've worked with? Like, like less than 10% have had the experience that you've had when it's like, that's all I want for them is to get there because every, every one of them is capable of doing that. But like, Less than 10% out of like close to fucking what we, I would say at least 60, you know, 60, 70 dudes in the right. last seven years that I've worked with that have ever gotten there. You, Steve, uh, <laughs> bro, I don't like three other people maybe who really like fucking do it and give back and, and take that position as a mentor and as a pillar in their community. And they say, I'm here to help. And that like, I'm an open door for people who are in need because like, right. I know that that's how I try and show up and I live, but right. also like, I need fucking help. There's no reason I should have 10 sponsees at any given fucking time. No. Right. You know what I'm saying? Four. Like, yeah, well, well, no, I should have 10. If I, if I need, if they, there's 10 cats that need work, I'm doing it, but I'm right. saying there shouldn't be that shortage of like where I can hemorrhage 10 and there's like, you know, it know should be saying. like, yeah, there shouldn't be that saying. much availability, you yeah. know, but like, bro, I'm just, I'm just doing 
Like, why do I need flowers for doing what people did for me? Yeah, I get that, dude. But, but like, I, I know what you mean. You it do. is rare, and that's weird. Right. That's why you deserve your flowers, man. I know, but it's, like, I don't like that it's rare. Neither do I. Like, I look, at, I. I look at my poop butts, like, I don't have any poop butts that are doing that, really. Right, right. I don't and, and, think. And most of them won't. I, and not to say that it's blanketed. No, it's and it's like, fine. Like, but, like, that is the norm in many ways. But then the fact that when they do, it's just, and I there's an experience like I had with you watching you do that. That's what literally like fucking like soothes my soul. And I have like immense gratitude of being like fucking okay, cool. Like he actually owns, like he owns what our purpose is here. And yeah. not only that, like you're thriving in it and you're being honest about it and that like you're being human through it. So like you're, you're vocal about struggling and everything like that. But then like, that's the fucking, that's that mentorship. That's that like beacon, that right. pillar that is needed when I got here that I saw those cats have that I wanted to be one day. And then when I got there now, I want people to come up to where I, you know, and it's right. to keep coming up the fucking ladder. Right. And even though most of the time they just never really get there, which is fine. And that's their experience. That's why it means even more when someone like you does. And that like, I'm just like, I have to say, Hey man, thank you. Yeah. Cause there's like a lot of sick people out there yeah. who need as much fucking help. And like every person uniquely has an experience that can reach someone that I can't. You can literally reach. There's a reason why some people ask you instead of me to do the work when we're sitting in the same meeting and we're saying we, we spoke at the same time right. and they'll come to you instead of me or vice versa. Yeah. And like that's when I have to make sure my net's big and expansive and can fit as many fucking poop butts in it as possible because like there's a lot of sick ones out there that need it. I you know, poop butts. I know. And that you've really fucking owned that. So I'm yeah. so proud of you for that. Well, something that Aussie told me that really changed a lot of things for me was he told me that is the first thing that I remember him telling me and it changed my life was 90% of the work is behind closed doors and only you are going to know if you're doing totally. it. Right. Yep. So like, and I kind of changed that into like, cause man, <laughs> way too much shit is like rap lyrics for me. Like, no, for real. Like, like I think about low Wayne's I document my life with rap beats. No, no, songs, no, favorite no. Albums I got owned. Then it does J Cole. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I think about Lil Wayne's, bar real G's move in silence like lasagna like on a daily basis like the like the amount of times that that bar has helped me is so ridiculous bro that's why it's a goat dude like like I'm just gonna do this because I'm doing this yeah and like if no one sees that's fine but like the real ones are gonna see like I don't need to tell them about it right right and like yeah, yeah. bro like that to throw it all the way back like that's what you were talking about with the love shit like i'm just gonna be this and like if you're into that you're into that yeah, if you're yep. not you're not yeah. like me and elise have a formal friday night check-in cool. every friday that's at like important. nine we have like a like formal thing of like how you know what went down whatever yeah. a couple weeks ago i was like man i sat i've sat with this for about 10 months and and it really feels real it's like i I was in love with you before I ever kissed you. I was in love with you romantically. First, I was in love with you as a friend. Yeah. But then I was in love with you romantically before we ever started dating. Right. And that's not her experience. Hmm. She doesn't feel the same way. That's fine. Yeah. I, at the very beginning, we talked about like, I believe in fireworks. I'm a lover boy, whatever. Mm -hmm. She didn't look at love like that. Right. Like she thinks that what's special between us is that it's easy and yeah. that it's honest and we communicate well and that I love her fully and whatever. Um, you know, we've never had a fight, bro, but like we look at our concept of love is different. That doesn't mean 
that it ain't special. Like, yeah. And it's just, it's just that shit. Like, well, the concept doesn't have to be the same yeah. because it's like the, the intention's still there. Like that, that g- genuine feeling is still there. And so like, that doesn't have to be similar processes because you're still ending up at the same point, bro. It's, it's all the altruism assignment. When you do you, you fucker, you probably don't even remember you did this for me. Okay. We read the doctor's opinion. Mm-hmm. You say, do you know what altruism is? Mm-hmm. I say no. Cause I'm not a yes man. And Thank I didn't fucking that. know. I have this kid right now. that'll be oh. like, Hey, do you know what that is? And he's like, uh, fucking, uh, the fucking, right. okay. And I'm like, can you just say no? So I can tell you. Right. I, <laughs> bro, I, I had, I had a sponsee, uh, the other week, like really get hung up on like the moderate problem real yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thanked him. Like, I was like, yo, thank you for like being real and like having trouble with this. And, yeah. Like, Cause that's what opens right. the door anyway, for me to explain it. Anyway. Yeah, so so altruism thing. And you're like, okay, I have a homework assignment for you. Yeah. Do something for someone. Don't tell anyone about it. Mm. And then like we, I called you the next day. I was like, yo, I did this. And you're like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Poop butt. Don't no, tell me no. either. Yeah. You're like, don't tell anyone. God's watching. Right. <laughs> so like that combined with what Aussie said of kind of reminding me of that type of mm-hmm. shit, like really drives me. Yeah. Bro. The like it, all the growth, and all the fucking like uh, the struggle, the the growth, the freedom, all comes when no one's around, dude. When it's just fucking you, when it's just fucking you, and you're in a fucking like you're just you're alone in the street somewhere, and there's an opportunity where you have to make a decision whether you're gonna do something based out of love or based out of self, right? And there's no one around that's gonna fucking applaud you. No one's gonna see it. There's no Instagram post, and that's when it fucking that like that's when the when you d- what you decide in that moment is whether if you're gonna fucking grow and have an experience or you're going to still stay in self. And we are given that hundreds of times a day. Right. And the, the sooner you're able to get to that place where you can, you can realize that and you can say, Hey, like I don't have to show anyone anything because it's literally intrinsically between me, what I believe to be whatever works for me, higher power wise. And they're like, I'm just showing up for that. Cause I just want to be a better person. I want to be a loving person. I want to be of use to people. Then like you lose that whole, you just lose self, dude. It's like an ego death where it's like, you yeah. know what? Now I'm just going to help to help instead of help to be seen. And then that's when like it unlocks those fucking doors for you. Yeah. And I was talking with uh, a homie, whatever, um, a newcomer. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to him about, I was like, uh, we were talking about like helping people. Mm-hmm. And then I had to pause and be like, oh, it actually doesn't matter. Like if, if they're actually helped, doesn't matter. Like my intention to be as useful as I possibly can be matters. But like if that transmits and they have an experience, that doesn't really mean shit. Mm. Like I'm not measured by the amount of people that have success by my mentoring or whatever the right. fuck, you know no, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. the fact that I tried to be that in the first place is all that matters. Right. Then and you I can showed up, you delivered the pizza. Right. Yeah. It's not up to if, if they eat it and they like it cool, but that, like right. you delivered it. But I was talking to him and I was like, yeah, like blah, helping people. And I just had to like pause and check my ego for a second. I was like, oh, wait, like I have myself actually can't help someone. Mm. Like I can't do that. No, this is what me and Aussie have been talking about. Like some fucking Buddhist, like really like diving into of myself. I'm nothing. I didn't do or not do pretty much anything. I'm just a victim to the wind. It's some weird shit, yeah, bro. You but guys, like, you, I can tell you guys, we're on some weird some crazy shit. fucking yerba monte weeds on that because, like, I just it, intuitively, I just that doesn't resonate with me because it's yeah. like, no, that's not true. Because then it's like, then what are we doing? 
then what are we doing? So I'm not saying so. So where that we're takes powerful, it, where right. we can heal people and fix people, right? But bro, where we can be a vessel of love and truth. That, so so that's what I'm people. saying yeah. is is the only like where that's taken me after like first talking about that is like I can only be open and set aside enough to be a beacon. But yeah, like whether vessel, whether I'm acted through or that, not, yeah, yeah. whether I'm yes. acted through or not is not my choice. Well, it's, sure, but then but that doesn't mean that like you you just got to discuss because it's the same idea of like saying like we are ultimately powerless over any, everything and anything in it. No, like we have power. We're restored to power after we do this work. We're like I have given given we that we yeah, let yeah, it happen. We, yes, and that we're in line with our you know spiritual principles and all that shit. But like the, what I'm saying is is like. I have power in how I show up. I'm not a helpless little fucking baby. It says in the work that like we are restored to power as long as we fucking are aligned with our God's will. Right. And we execute that on a daily basis and we try and, you know, whatever, whatever, stay on the beam that like, so I, I just, when I hear people say certain shit, it's like, oh, well, I'm just fucking powerless, dude. I'm an alcoholic. It's like, well, yeah, but no, dude, you can actually like do something about it. Right. And like, you don't, there's no magic wand that's going to wave it one day. If you just say like, no, dude, it's like you have, we have power to like sh how we show up, power over our character and power over our fucking behaviors and power over those things. Like we're not just like victim to ourselves. Like we can fucking do something about it. Uh, but yeah, no, I get it. Like, and I understand. And I had to go but through I that same experience. Yeah. It's like, I can't do that much. I can like drive a yeah. car. Yeah. And like, if I'm right, I can like pause. Sure. Like there's those things and we're, we're finite. So like, I know, I know that like your experience was absent of me. It was all you. Right. In a way like God, right. like the, but like it was you, like, like I was talking, I'm talking to this cat fucking right now. He's like across the fucking country or whatever, like dying. And I'm like, bro, I can be the literal, I can show up 10,000% and fucking just be like that dude and give you all the smoke and fucking just like carry yeah, you but through that don't this. Mean shit. But if you don't show up, it's not going to fucking work. Yeah. And I was like, and I don't think you're really ready to show up. So it's like, I'm not available to show. Cause it's like, I'll show up as much as you show up for yourself. Because when you show up for yourself, that's when the fucking change happens. So like when we show up and move our fucking feet, but so it's like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not having him do that. I've tried with right. you to like move your feet for you at times right. and it doesn't fucking work and right. it creates friction. And like, I now know that over all those experiences. Yeah. Like you saying and giving me that altruism assignment doesn't mean shit if I don't do anything. If you don't it. do it. Yeah. It's only on special exactly. because I had a new experience with that three years later. Right. You know what I mean? Right, like sure. the fact that you said it doesn't mean shit. It, right. Like the fact that I did something with it means shit. Exactly. My perspective is vacant until you give it substance through your actions. Yeah. No, it's a bummer, bro. Like I got some homies that are like really dying. Uh, and like it, it was really clear to me a couple weeks ago at Monday night salads, which is a tradition that we have. We got different people coming like every week, whatever. That's what I want you and Madison to come to. But, um, okay. Oh, it's your guys' crib. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. And it was just really clear to me. Like, man, I can't transmit willingness. No. <laughs> no, and like yeah. I've obviously like had that thought before. Yeah, but like it was like it, I hadn't realized that in too long. Yeah, and I was like, wow, I like, can't be someone else's battery pack, dude. Nah, work. bro. Like, sorry, bud. It's brutal. Yeah. Uh, we got to wrap up. We're about to at the limit of fucking what I'll be able to upload. Uh, how what was what was that bar I said when we were freestyling? We were driving on I ninety, moving. Remember when I had my mattresses on top of your car? Yeah, I don't remember what you said, but I said that. Uh, Belly boys don't eat lunch because we eat too yeah, big a breakfast. Belly boys don't eat lunch because we ate too big a breakfast. Yeah. I love that. Uh, that was such a fun time. Uh, I won't eat lunch today. <laughs> I had two bowls of honeycombs and a Starbucks breakfast sandwich. And I'm not going to eat till like 8 p.m. So you had to, you did eat. That is lunch. If you ate breakfast before school and then fucking 
had that sandwich. No, no, sandwich no, 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 no. But I ate. I I did school. I ate two bowls of honeycombs, and then I got Starbucks on the way here. Okay, so it kind of all blended into one. It was all. It was all one meal. Two meals. But it was thirty minute break, but it was one meal. Uh, I love you to death, man. I hope you had fun. This was fucking cool. It's crazy how we just start and then it's like now we're finishing. You know what I'm saying? It's over. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, we definitely got to do this again, and hopefully you enjoyed yourself enough to want to come. I'm back. bummed we didn't get to talk about like motocross and me roast you on like being country podunk. And <laughs> shit, like. Oh, I'm willing wearing this dude. This <laughs> this outfit right here, Landon, is the most probably Landon outfit like e- experimentally wise that I could ever do. Like this is like because you'll go and wear like the Montclair fucking head to toe jumper suit or something with the flip flops and the the painted like I won't I I can't, like you you are a fucking sweatsuit guy yeah you've really owned that in the last three years or whatever two yeah. years like so I view that as like experimental in ways because you'll go like the baby pink fucking or like the mm. you know the powder pink whole thing which you had hard nuts. body right it is nice uh but like so when I put these when you're on your way over here I was like damn these overalls I'm wearing corduroy overalls that I really wanted to buy from Forever Twenty One to see you look Remember incredible you, you look incredible thank you dude my junk's a little fucking out but it's all has good. she seen this yet. My junk? No, <laughs> this outfit, so like, bro. Maybe. Uh, no, I'm about to send her a picture. Yeah, bro. She I think she's gonna s- fucking. Yeah, she's about to dog. choose up. Yeah. I think she's gonna fucking love it. Well, she's chosen up. You know what I mean? That's though. my girl. That's yeah, my yeah. girlfriend. Babe. Yeah. No, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're dating now. She's my girlfriend now. Yeah. Uh, I love it. So, uh, yeah, but like, I was putting this on, and I was like, bro, this is kind of like low key, like uh, a landing outfit, like over like trying it out, you know, and seeing if it fits. Because you would send me pictures sometimes, like, what do you think of this outfit, bro? Or like, yeah. oh, what's this with this bucket hat and this thing and this and that. Yeah. So like, I'm fucking, I'm sending it with this, and I'm pleasantly like happy with how it looks and how it feels. I wanted, like, I was worried that it wasn't gonna be right, and I was telling you like that. I was like, oh, it didn't really fit me when I was a big boy. Now when I put these on immediately, I was like, oh, dude, I'm fucking corduroy. Overall, bro, you gotta see what you can get away with. You do. I, I'm pushing them, and that's like me kind of opening up just in general with the experiences I've had the last like little bit of just like th- I think that's what love can do for us, man. Is like open us up, you know what I'm saying? And like, and it doesn't even have to be love in a relationship, but like feeling love in community or feeling love in uh, even like at work or like having that. It's just like it, we open up to new experiences. And I was, bro, I was closed off for a long ass time through the shit I was going through, like closed the fuck off where I wasn't seeing anyone, I wasn't trying anything new, I was stuck. And uh, I had no intuition, all of that, and I did a lot of work to get away from that. And so now, like, I'm really, I'm, I'm fucking trying to just like link in on that, and literally just like God run, like what I yeah. tell you, God run never has to end, yeah. you know. And it ended for me for a while, you know. There's a lot of pain, and so now that I'm back on the wave, and I'm really trying to like, just fucking see what this life is gonna do, <laughs> just like abandon myself utterly to this flow of life, man. And it's it's been so fucking great. Uh, where I'm wearing corduroy overalls, I have a fucking beautiful girlfriend. I have a loving person like you in my life who I desperately want you to post a picture of us on your instagram because i feel like it's one-sided here uh but no i love you to death man I, and i have many landed I, literally i have many land and appreciation posts i don't care if you ever post it on yours i don't give a, i'm just saying that's the love i have for you so bro. are you saying like i repost the shit that you're posting on my shit or i don't like, know landon it's just i take initiative and do my own tanner post i mean you never grabbed me and said hey hey fam uh i love you to death let's take a picture so i can use this for my life you know okay it's all good. I love you to death. You look dude. great. I want a picture of just you right now. That's fine. You can. Uh, yeah. I am super glad you came, dude. And this was a really fun podcast. And uh, it flowed, as always, as I knew it would. And we're going to be recording many more. Okay. I'll come over to your house. Yeah. We got to get on some different shit and we talk will. about, like, sneakers and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We will. We yeah. will. Uh, and like I said, this was going to be just, like, open topic, kind of introduction to this platform with you and uh, get into some shit. And then we'll just keep going, dude, because oh, we yeah. have a lot of life to live. 
Yeah. All right, Bubba. Okay, you guys, big love. Uh, take it easy. Thanks for listening. And this is another episode of the Groovy Misfits Podcast. Don't forget to be real and be tight and be cool. And I love you all. Thank Choose you. up. Bye-bye.